Corpo MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to a new week, a new episode. It's going to be a fun one. This is the RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. You know what? RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs and street bikes, low prices, and unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping, over 75 bones, so easy to see why you guys should be heading over to KieferInkTesting.com right now and clicking on that RMATVMC banner on the top of my homepage. And that's going to help us out on the back end. You guys know what it's going to do. It's just going to let them know that you guys listen to the show. You love it. And it keeps this sucker up and moving and hopefully into the 2021 year. Let's end this hellish 2020 year and start on a good note in 2021. So go to Rocky Mountain and do your shopping. Thank you guys for doing that. We appreciate it. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Wintertime is coming. Oh, yes. You guys on the East Coast hate it, but on the West Coast, we love it. Hi, Dez is calling. You know what we say when it rains out here? Hey, you desert rats. Unite. Assemble. We love it. Flyracing.com has the best gear in the United States. I'm going to say United States because I don't get to test some other gear in Europe, like Yoko. I like Yoko gear, but I don't get to test it. But you know what? Fly Racing, light gear, as well as Evo. You guys are heading in the winter time. Go get yourself a set of Evo gear. It's called Evo DST. Has the boa on the back. The light has the boa on the front. Pick your poison. Great durable gear. If you're a blue-collar guy, you're going to love it. You go look at kinetic gear. If you're a bigger dude like Mathis, he likes the kinetic. Although, he was in some light gear last Friday when we did this Yamaha Monster Energy Yamaha test. We're going to talk about that. But go check him out, flyracing.com. Racetech, racetech.com. Suspension, engine services, just did a Racer X garage build with none other than the legendary Paul Feed and his son Brandon. They had a 350 EXE. They just did a very cool. Brandon's a short guy. They lowered it, did some things to it. Very fun to ride. I even honked the EXE horn on the vet track a few times when I passed some dudes. Very fun. Go look at racetech.com. See what they offer. Go get some springs if you guys need some springs for your bike, especially your new bike. If you're on a Honda or a Kawasaki, chances are you'll need some fork springs. Racetech has it. Email me, chris at keferinktesting.com. I'll get you a discount code, get you in touch with Chris Riesenberg, very friendly gentleman at Racetech, and we'll get you uh, down the road, save some money, and a better balanced machine over at Racetech. Last but not least, I'd like to throw some uh, Coffee with the Kiefers out there. If you guys aren't listening to Coffee with the Kiefers, check it out. 
It's fun. It's a it's a podcast I do with my wife. It's on this channel. I know Swizz is going to start its own channel on the Pulp MX Network, so look for Coffee with the Kiefer's um, little emblem, little coffee cup with the steam coming off of it. We talk about relationships, dirt bikes, anything to do with normal, real-life shit. Coffee with the Kiefer's has it. And, of course, Icon CBD is a sponsor of that show, ikon-cbd.com. Check them out. Mention Kiefer. Get 10% off. I rub that shit on my elbows and my knees every day. It works. It's good. So go check it out. All right. So this podcast this week is all about, you know it, you guessed it, the Monster Energy freaking Yamaha YZ450F. Man, we could start a show just about all the, the bullshit we hear about this bike. But nonetheless, Mike Ulrich at Yamaha came through. Since we got screwed over on the Star Yamaha test, he worked his ass off and gave us basically what Justin Barsha raced at Ironman National this year. So RV, Ryan Villapoto, had a lot to do with some settings early on before the Outdoor Nationals. Um, Before that, Travis Preston and Steve Tarkowski did a lot of testing for the team uh, in Washougal in 2019. But... This year, they gave the, uh, gave the handlebars over to RV, so RV is a little uh, faster and a little bit more relevant and knows what maybe these guys would want, right? So we had Brock Tickle and Justin Barsha, little smorgasbord of a bike, um, little bits and pieces of RV, Tickle, and Barsha on this machine. But nonetheless, they tell me, and okay, and I'm kind of pausing here, but they tell me it was Barsha's engine and... Close to suspension um, from the Ironman National. I will say I rode, uh, RV was there at the test day, and uh, he said it's his spec that he came up with what he likes. But as we discussed you know, during this day, RV knows that he's not setting the bike up for him. He's just trying to build a better base for Barsha and Tickle. Now, we all know Barsha has moved on to the gas gas thing. That was a whole nother fiasco. Um, from what I've heard, he was originally had it signed to be on Yamaha, and then some things fell through the crack with um, some sponsorship deals or the way Yamaha was going to structure their program through Star. So that kind of uh, null and voided the contract. And then some other stuff rose up with the amateur, and now he went to Gas Gas. And of course, Star got Nate Thrasher. If you guys listen to Pulp, you guys know the whole thing, but that's not what I'm about. I'm about to tell you what it's like to ride this machine. And the perception of this machine, you guys may well know, it hasn't been that good, right? I know it's been known that, oh, you put more horsepower in the YZ450F, it gets worse. Hell, I've been known to say that as well. I've done that. I've experienced it. But what can the factory tuners, the engineers over at Yamaha, do to this bike and make it good? So... Mike Ulrich, I'll just kind of quarterback you through this whole situation. Mike Ulrich um, went to the Yamaha guys. Hutch, which was which we call his name is Hutch. Uh, we He basically was a suspension tuner for Justin Barsha and Brock Tickle in 2020. Now he is the crew chief for the 450 team at Yamaha, which is, of course, Dylan Ferrandez and Aaron Plessinger, and now Mookie, 
Malcolm Stewart. So he oversees that over there. We had Hutch at the test. We had Sergio. I worked with Sergio uh, when I was at Yamaha shit almost 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Now he came back. Uh, Now he's on a contract through Yamaha. So Sergio was there without the test. He's the chassis guy. Anything to do with the chassis and the setup of the Yamaha, he took the reins on that and tried to make the Yamaha better. So we had Sergio, Hutch, RV, Steve and I, Mike Ulrich at this test. And at this day at Paris on Friday, that we had also Mookie, Dylan Ferrandez, Jeremy Martin. They were also under the same canopy. And yes, we had some of the star guys there as well. I met the infamous Brad, uh, the, the guy that Steve's so pissed off. You know, I guess they're, they're pissed off at each other for whatever reason. I introduced myself to Brad just to let him know that, hey, I'm Chris Kiefer. Put a name with the face. I love testing dirt bikes. Um, I just want you to know that I, I, I appreciate you having us out here. So just introduced myself to Brad and hopefully buried all that other bullshit that we had on the Pulp Show not too long ago. But I just uh, really wanted to put a name with the face. I've never met Brad in person. So nice to meet Brad and all the other star guys there on um, at Paris Raceway last Friday. We pull up. The big number two's there, so everyone's freaking out thinking it's Cooper Webb. Nope, that's RV's number, if you guys don't remember. RV was number two. And uh, we took some photos, did some stills. We had Kellen from Racer X. There will be a Racer X video that will be up on racerxonline.com, as well as another fun video with lap times and things that we'll talk about here in this podcast up on pulpmx.com. Kellen Brower did a hell of a job and did two videos for us, works his ass off, so... Thank you, Kellen, for doing that for us. But this podcast is more about what the bike is like, take you through our day, my day, Steve's day, and just give you a snippet on what it's uh, like to hang out with RV and the guys over at Star Racing and Factory Yamaha. So um, the day went like this. So we got, took some stills, um, got some beauties of the bike, went over the bike a little bit with Hutch and Sergio. RV wanted to you know, get his exact setting. So it was funny in the morning. <laughs> I'm I'm not a front hole kind of guy, bar mount position, if you guys wonder what that is. Front hole. So during the day, over the course of the day, we're joking with RV. I, I said, look, man, I'm not a vagina guy. I like to be in the butt, right? I'm in the butt, which the butt means the rear hole. You know, of course, me being sexual and all these things, it, it's funny, right? Ha, 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 ha. So in other words, RV wanted to put it in the front hole, so he moved the bar mounts to the front hole. He he insisted that I ride it that way, so I did. I didn't like it. 998 Twin Walls is RV's thing. Don't like those at all, but I rode it. So the first thing I was, you know, talking shit on with RV is just the cockpit. Like, hey, man, your cockpit sucks. It's bullshit. I'm not into it. I'm not a twin wall guy. You're the front hole guy. I'm the rear hole guy. So we're just bullshitting about that. But nonetheless, he went out and rode it and made sure the settings were good. We went up and did a, another linkage change before I even got to ride on it. They wanted to make sure I rode with the linkage that RV liked. So that was cool. So they took the stock linkage off, put this other linkage in. It's called RV1, I think, and put the RV1 linkage on and then uh, set the sag for me, and I was off. So I'll be straight up with you guys. I am... I'm not naive to the fact of all the cool shit that I get to do. I get to do some really fun, cool shit. But I've been doing it for 20 years, 
And I still get fucking excited to ride these bikes. I get freaking jacked up. I am jacked up the night before. I can't sleep. I'm like a kid on Christmas Eve. I'm out checking the stockings, you know, checking my time on my watch. I'm ready to ride this bike because you guys know on my own time, I ride a YZ450F. I like that bike on my own time. So riding this bike means a lot to me. I'm very fortunate. And I tell my wife, I go, look, I am so freaking lucky. I get to ride a full-blown factory bike. Steve was here, and he was even excited. You know, normally Steve's a five. He even says he's a six. So having Steve being a six is like fucking me being a 14, right? We, <laughs> I'm, I'm up all night. I bug my wife, and I'm just like, shit. So... I just want to let you guys know, I still get excited about riding this thing. So if if I don't come across sometimes like, oh, Kiefer gets to ride this cool shit, yeah, whatever, he's not pumped. I'm pumped. Trust me. I'm not naive to the fact that I get to do some really fun shit that you guys will never get to do. So that's why I do these podcasts so you guys can actually hear my excitement versus on these videos that you'll see on Pulp and Racer X. It's more just, hey, let's do these videos. Let's get them, let's get, let them out and get these things out and uh, get some information out to the people. In this podcast, I'm jacked up, dude. I'm like Matasevich on a Friday night, right? So I am fucking pumped. Um, roll out to the track. I ride a few laps at Paris Raceway. If you guys aren't familiar with Paris Raceway, clay-based track, hard pack. So if there's a place that where the YZ should struggle is in hard pack, slick conditions, because this is where most of the riders seem to complain about this bike. So when I go out, I go out for five, six laps just to shake it down. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I like this bike. It's cool. But I wasn't like over like, oh, my God, this thing is insane, right? It wasn't until I started to really lay down some laps, push it in the corners, and be able to push this bike to at least my limit, right? Not, of course, Barsha or Tickle's limit. That's higher than mine. But to a fairly high limit in the vet world, this is where this bike loved to shine. And I will explain a little bit about what it's like to ride from my bike. My bike has a Vortex ignition uh, mapped from XPR and Twisted. I had two boxes that I go back and forth with, as well as a Pro Circuit exhaust and some KYB suspension. So for me, right off of the bat, okay, so when I rode this thing, Right off the bat, I'm just like, whoop, it's stiffer than my bike. Of course, it's to be expected. These guys are fast. They ride soft dirt. They're in bigger bumps. It's a little bit stiff. So the track breaks in, right? Uh, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So I want to give you an example. And I mentioned this in these videos, what I really thought. But here, if you guys can picture your local track and you have a rut or two or three ruts in a corner and then you have these the preferred line that everyone seems to use, the fast line, in this nice rut during the day, as the course of the day goes on, there'll be some holes or imperfections inside these ruts that will upset the chassis of your motorcycle, right? And with my YZ450F, I can come in these ruts, lay it down really nice and get in, but there'll be like a an acceleration hole midway through the corner, and your bike will kind of unload and then load, sorry, load and then unload and then have a little unstable feeling in the rut or make you stand up or whatever. 
But with this factory Yamaha, I could hit that hole or that imperfection midway into my corner, not let off the throttle, and the chassis suspension wouldn't move, and it would act like the rut is not, or the rut was just built and fresh. It was amazing to me. So I could get on the gas sooner over that rut instead of having to get off and then get on the gas right where that, that hole begins. I could just get on the gas before the hole and drive straight through it and never upset the chassis. It's a weird feeling for me. So it took me a few laps to get used to like, hey, I don't have to get on the gas where everyone else is getting on the gas in this corner. I can get on the gas earlier and just fucking roll right through that hole. So I got used to some things, things that I'm not used to. I mentioned breaking points uh, in other videos that I've done too. With this engine, it's freer than a YZ450 engine. And you would think the way you watch Barsha ride, that it would just be ungodly fast. Well, it's not. This thing is super linear and smooth. It actually is smoother and more linear than my stock YZ450 with a Vortex ignition. My, my bike will light my rear end up a little bit after area three of the corner, where the Monster Energy factory Yamaha will just squat a little bit and just bite and forward momentum all the way. It will not spin, at least as much. It does spin a little bit, but the engine is so smooth and long, super easy to ride. Got used to that a little bit more. So my first impression was like, yeah, you know, I think I need to ride a little bit harder. You know, I gave the bike to Steve. He rode it. Initially, he thought the fork was stiff. They set the sag as close as they could for him. And then, man, it really woke him up to how good this bike was. Uh, we did lap times for Steve, which I don't want to reveal, so I want you guys to watch the video. But we did lap times for Steve, and, man, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a noticeable difference from Steve's bike when he rode a hot lap versus riding the Monster Energy Factory Yamaha hot lap. So make sure you go to PulpMX.com and check out the video and get the, the lap times from that. I didn't do the lap time comparison, but I thought it was cool to have Steve do it because I think there would be more of a variance. And I'm not going to tell you which way it went, but there was a variance, so that was cool to see. So after Steve rode it a little bit, I got back on it, adjusted a few things um, to the suspension. I softened the fork up a little bit. Actually, Hutch did. Hutch softened the fork up a little bit for me. And then um, I noticed, and I told RV this, and... RV agreed with me. There was like a little heavy point in the in the the tip in of the bike. Like for me, my bike felt a little lighter feeling in area one of the corner, that initial lean. Um, everywhere else, the factory Yamaha was more stable and predictable, but just the initial lean of the Monster Energy Yamaha was a little tough to lean. So almost like what I explained to RV was a like a knot in a in a rope where it's nice and free, then you have a knot, and then it frees up again. That's kind of what it was like to lean in. But, man, once I was leaned, the cornering stability was freaking amazing. So I could get on the gas sooner, like I mentioned, and just stick to the rut. Easy to pick my line, easy to get into the rut, and just overall a friendly chassis feeling compared to what I'm used to. Um, as I did more of a longer moto, and I started doing this at the end of the day, which was cool of these guys because some of these guys were loading up, and I'm trying to milk every ounce of this day that I can, right? Because I'm like, I, I'm not going to get this chance very often, so 
I'm going to ride this fucking bike as long as I can. So I tried to put in a little bit of a longer moto, pushed it, and uh, even Aiden was there, my son, watching me. He's like, man, you rode that thing really good. So what this bike does compared to us normal dudes that ride stock-ish valve, you know, suspension, some motor mods, compared to what we have, this is what a factory bike does. One, right away, placebo effect, right? It gives you confidence. I know I have the best shit that they have. I can push it. I can haul ass, and it's going to be able to take it. So right then and there, your game level goes up. Second thing, controllability of the engine. If you guys are Yamaha owners and you're listening to this, if you guys have trouble of having your rear end break loose a little bit or maybe wheeling out of a corner, this bike stays flat. It grabs the dirt and pushes you forward. It's, it's a sensation that I can't explain enough unless you feel it. Forward bite. There's a lot of that. I will say there is nothing more uh, appealing to a rider than having traction underneath them, having that contact patch that is wide. I can lean my, you know, lean in. I still get on the throttle and it'll stick. Um, another thing that's much better is chassis movement. There is little to no, no chassis movement in this Monster Energy YZ450. F. So, West Coast bumps, you might small chatter. The bike will not work as good because it's set up to run bigger bumps. But when I charge into these bumps or drive through them, the bike doesn't move. I don't have to actually get off of the gas where everyone else is on a practice day. So, you're at a local practice day at your track and you're like, wah, and you know, the first few braking bumps start. You could actually drive halfway past those. And the bike, the Monster Energy Yamaha, wouldn't move. It would stick. Instead of having to unload and then your, your bike's rocking back and forth hitting those bumps, this case, the factory bikes, will drive through that and your braking points would be much later than your average guy on a practice day. You could drive through those. So, again, you have to wire your brain outside of the box with these, with these factory bikes, at least with this Yamaha I had to retrain my brain just because there are points on the track where there's bumps and holes doesn't mean I have to mimic my throttle and my braking to those imperfections on the track. So you can, it just opens up the track way more than anything that you guys can imagine. And when I say open up the track, that means you're free. You're like free range, dude. It's like rhinos chickens. They're fucking free range. And this is what this Yamaha is like. You can move around on the track. I want to start here. I want to go that way. Start your own fucking line. It does that. It allows that. It, the chassis is unbelievable compared to a stock bike. It's, it's so much better. I, I wish you guys, everyone could feel what it's like. Um, the next thing I noticed, and for me, is how solid it feels there's not a lot of vibration it feels balanced like when they balance the crank or something or i had a good uh explanation to this so it's like when you you're running your car or you have a truck that has old tires on it and you're driving down the street and you know it kind of but then you put brand new shoes on it brand new tires on it and then you're driving home you're like fuck man it's so much quieter it's smoother this is what it's like to have a factory engine it's just less vibration, a tighter feeling in there. 
and it, and it just gives you that uh, less fatigued feel um, that comes from stock harmonics and vibration. At least for me, when I ride stock bikes, um, especially a Honda or a KTM, they vibrate a lot. This Yamaha doesn't have a lot of vibration, and he's running twin walls, and I hate twin walls. Um, that leads me to my next point, thinking it would be rigid, thinking the bike would be rigid. So the negative for me, and there's not everything's perfect, right? And this, this bike wasn't built for me, but the fork was stiff if I was trying to angle my turn with bumps. So like if I'm trying to ride the edges of my tires and going across the bumps, it didn't really like that as much. There wasn't a much comfort there. There was less comfort, but more performance. Now, when we softened it up a little bit, it got better, and it didn't hurt anything else on the track. So as far as rigidity and twin walls, I was expecting a lot more of it, but there wasn't that much. There were points of the track that I was like, yeah, my bike's a little bit more comfortable here, but then I couldn't push it in some of these deep ruts like I could on the Monster Energy Yamaha or drive into some of these corners with big braking bumps like I could on my bike as well. So where does that leave me? Like everything's great. Oh my God, this bike's great, great. So where does the perception of this bike's a piece of shit or this bike can't handle horsepower? Look, I think with every rider, there's this type of guy that needs certain type of chassis feel, engine feel. Um, Barsha likes to rev his bike. And I think the Yamaha lends itself to a rider that knows its shifting points, that can lug a little bit. <clears throat> I talked to Brock Tickle a little bit, and he loves this bike. But if you watch Brock ride, he rides a 450 how it should be ridden. More traditional, more lugging in the meat of the power where this bike really makes a lot of it. And not to say that this bike can't be revved because, again, I'm not Barsha. I'm not as fast as him, but... This second gear that they have, and I know the first gear, um, the transmission is different. First gear is a little bit longer. Second gear is a little bit different. So for me, second gear on this bike was super long. Like I could hold second gear in a corner without getting herky-jerky and then keep second gear out of the corner really a long time. Third gear felt closer to me than the stock transmission, right? So if I shifted early, it would oblige that. If I shifted late, it still had enough um, pulling power. Late, it wouldn't fall off in its face. So I'm not revving its guts out and then shifting the third and having it being ball, you know? So for me, um, it takes a certain type of rider to, or a certain type of technician slash engineer to cater to a rider. And sometimes at, you know, at factories, there's a lot going on. We can't try certain parts. Uh, we need this part, and you can't get it in time. So there's a lot of inner workings that you and I, the fan, don't know about. And I think some of that had a little bit to do with Barsha, you know, not getting what he wanted initially. Um, but for me, <clears throat> Barsha won on this bike, Supercross and Motocross. You can't win on a motorcycle that's a piece of shit. It's, it's not going to happen. This bike is unbelievable. It's it's so good. I would there's be a lot of things I would do to to have this bike and be able to race it and just enjoy the quality of what it brings. It'll make you a better rider. And to me, 
Barsha didn't have much going on, right, when this Yamaha thing came up. And look what it did. It resurrected his career. He won races, you know, and came back. And I don't think he would have done this without Monster Energy Yamaha. So having this um, team back you and the guys over there like Hutch and, and Sergio and the guys helping you is a big reward. These guys do quality work and they listen and they know what they want. And uh, to me, it's a good bike. Sorry about the pause, people. We're going to hit a commercial up. So listen to these commercials. Don't forward it. We'll be right back with some more factory monster energy Yamaha YZ450F talk. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Killeen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother, bleep, nah, Flying Machine Factory, that's what it stands for. Go to fmfracing.com, you got a four-stroke, two-stroke, they've got what you need. Trust me, older two-stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them. You got a newer four-stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too. But most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So... Go to fmfracing.com, save yourself some money, and of course, if you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me, they're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the dyno room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dyno testing, handing the the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Are you an older guy like me? I'm 43, and I still love to go race dirt bikes. If you're like me, go to OregonOldTimers.com. They're just not racing in Oregon. They got a race coming up at Glen Helen September 5th and 6th. They have a Mesquite, Nevada race, October 31st and November 1st. Bring the family, long motos, classes for everyone, very cool organization, and it's run very good. It's not this thing you're going to be sitting around all day waiting to ride, and when you do ride, you got five laps. Longer motos, fun to get in shape, hang out with your family, hang out with your buddies, go race some dirt bikes, go to OregonOldTimers.com. And check out the schedule. And if you guys have any questions, hit me up, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll be more than happy to help you out. See you guys at the race. Have you guys checked out BloodLubricants.com? If you haven't, BLUDLubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils 
in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check the legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out, bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is, they even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them, ride-engineering.com. Have you ever just walked out inside your garage, go to start your bike, and that some bitch don't start? Well, that's because you were like me at one point. I did not use firepower batteries on some of my test bikes out there. Go to start it one morning before a test, dead. My good old trusty YZ450F, dead. Go to firepowerparts.com, do yourself a fair, put a battery in your Yamaha or any color bike, lose a little bit of weight. You'll get more reliability. And while you're at it, you're looking for a chain. Firepower Parts do O-ring chains as well as heavy-duty seal chains. And they even got oil. You can check them out. Firepowerparts.com. They have a lot of great parts. That's why they're on this show. And, of course, they are a WPS company, so you know it's quality. Go visit them. Firepowerparts.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to ProTaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars? You don't want a crossbar? ProTaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut. Grips, come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article 
on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyframe testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon. PowerMotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. We are back. Sorry for the little inconvenience of the commercials, but that has to be done. Thank you guys for listening. Here's some more Factory Rider for a Day talk. For all of us sitting here wondering, hey, does the Yamaha is the worst factory bike in the pits? No. To me, it's one of the better ones, and I've run, I haven't ridden all of them, but I've ridden a couple, and it's really comfortable to ride. Is it as light as some others I've ridden? No. Does it feel heavy at that one point of corner entry? Yes. Anywhere else on the track, it felt more planted, uh, lighter than my uh, stock bike, just not lighter in that initial tip-in. Um, the 1453 gearing they use is unique in a way where that helps relax the chassis under acceleration, and it, it, it actually goes along with the transmission ratios that they came up with. So for me, the whole package and riding, I totally forgot about this, riding with Dunlop spec tires, man, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast that I could have about how good spec tires are and how much lean angle spec tires have and cushion. No, we're not going to last, these things aren't going to last long, right? But man... They do hook up like a son of a bitch, and it is fun to have some of that lean angle traction when you're going into a corner faster than you think. Um, overall rider triangle, they do use stock peg height. They use stock races in um, the triple clamps, stock triple clamps with different bar mounts, but there's a lot of production pieces into this YZ450F. Um, that you and I are riding with right now. So would it totally change your guys' riding ability to having this bike? Yes. But the thing about us as fans, we think, oh, if I had a factory bike, I'd kill it. That's not the truth because you have to actually fucking twist the throttle to make this thing work. And if you're cruising around vet speed, local guys, Saturday morning, 
You're not going to feel the benefits. You got to push. You got to ride. This is what I found out when you have good suspension, you have a kit or you have factory suspension or an engine, you have to push it to its limit to be able to reap the rewards. And this Yamaha, for me, almost had a blend of that comfort and performance, you know, equally much better, right? Compared to, I'm trying to think of like something you guys can relate to. So when you guys do your valving and on some of your forks and your shock, the, the performance will go up. The comfort may come down. But as a factory bike, there's going to be a lot more performance to get to that high level of riding that these guys do, right? And sometimes at some bikes that I have ridden, the comfort is so bad that I have to keep that level everywhere on the track. Yes, it rewards you when you go to that level on the factory Yamaha, but you can still cruise it some areas and have that comfort. It's not just going to beat the shit out of you. So you vet riders out there, like I said, thinking that you're just going to become this unbelievable rider, it actually will take you guys to twist the throttle harder to to see the benefits of a factory motorcycle. We walk around the pits all the time and we goo-goo and ah, ooh, of these, these bikes, and they look amazing. But in some cases, they're not as amazing as we think. Our production motorcycles are really freaking good. The YZ450F, I'm looking at these shootouts right now, it's getting, there's one, one got fourth. Uh, dude, I ride bikes a lot. I ride all these bikes. And for some magazine to say this Yamaha gets fourth, they're out of their mind. This is one of the better 450s for the average consumer out of the box. And then Taylor making it to you or to Barsha or to Tickle, it makes it insanely good. A couple other tidbits that I want to mention, just drop in here real quick. Seat humps, I'm out. Villo, don't like the seat humps. He says it kept him forward on the bike. I understand that, but I, I hate the seat hump. The Where he has the hump, it was always in my ass, didn't like it. Uh, clutch. The Yamaha, factory Yamaha's clutch is, you know, they're sponsored by an aftermarket clutch company, but it's nothing crazy, right? So you don't need a hydraulic clutch. I still love a cable clutch. The clutch was strong, easy. It wasn't an on-off feel. The front brake was amazing. Loved the front brake, and I come to find out it's just a different disc. They use a stock front brake hose. They use the stock master cylinder. It's just a different disc. Even the size is an oversize. It's just a different style of disc. Plenty of power there for me. Again, not a lot of differences. Just within the engine, they had some different modifications, transmission, uh, head work. Um, and then obviously the having the factory suspension is is huge. I know that the linkage is a little bit different. The rising rate is a little bit different. So um, I know some of these engineers at Yamaha were about to work on some of the a setting with the stock linkage, but they ran out of time. So they might be working that with the future because the 21 bike hasn't changed. And man, I'm telling you guys right now, I would love to be a test rider for the factory Yamaha team. I love riding this bike. So if you guys out there in the Monster Energy Yamaha world and you guys in the shop right now listening to this, give this old guy a chance. I'd love to come out, be a test guy, get it set up for you. Hell, I'll even ride Supercross. With this bike, I think I can ride Supercross again. A key word, ride Supercross. Um, racing Supercross and riding Supercross is two different things. 
I think I can still do it, uh, but I would love to be help set up this bike and try to enhance it even more. RV has done a great job. I'll give RV shit, but um, on the backside of that man, he has helped this bike a lot from what I've heard from the guys, the technicians and the engineers and even the riders. He does come up with some good stuff. RV still, <laughs> he still hauls ass, so having him set up a bike does make sense for these riders coming in. And hopefully, now that Star Racing's involved and things have changed a little bit, they will keep RV around, use him, um, use his knowledge, his setup, his words. I like what RV's about. He's fun. He's not uh, uptight. And, and Steve and I talked about this on the way home. As far as champions go, right, if you have all these guys who've won championship in the 450 class, some of them are kind of weird dudes. They're recluses or just weird. But RV is just down to earth. He's cool. He'll, he'll bullshit with you. He'll drink a beer. He'll talk about ribs and barbecues. And he's just a fucking normal dude. That's what we want in this sport. I like that. He's accessible. He'll talk to you. He's not too cool. Um, RV, man, this, this retirement RV is a good dude. And knows a lot and still hauls ass. He even admitted, he's like, man, I can't haul ass for very long, but I can feel some things. So um, a quick side note, too. He rode my bike after he rode the factory bike. And he always says, man, Kiefer, you suck at testing. You can't test. He rode my new setup, and he didn't hate it. I'm not saying he loved it, but he did give me a, you know, a, a, a little compliment and then a couple sprinkles of uh, hatred. But there was... <laughs> There was a little bit of compliments in there with the hate. So I feel like that's a win for me. My bike is on the right track, so that is good news. But nonetheless, he did a good job, and I will give him credit. So thank you to Mike Ulrich. It's what you know what I've been waiting for for a long time. Steve had a great time. He loved it. Hopefully you guys like the videos that are coming out over on racerxonline.com and, of course, pulpmx.com. If you guys have any questions about your Yamaha or any other color for that matter, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I am here to help. We built this damn media company to help you guys build better machines, save yourself some money, and increase your smiles because uh, dirt bikes is fun, man. I get burnout just like uh, you guys do when you guys go to your job. It's a job for me over here, but, man, I'm not burnt out very long. Give me a couple days off, and I'm just... I just want to go ride again. I love it. I love it so much, and uh, that's why I built this company, and that's why I'm here to help you guys. So we're gearing up for the Vet Nationals this week, so content will be a little bit lighter than normal weeks because we have Vet Nats. Yes, Steve is racing. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag in case he doesn't tonight on the show. He is racing with me Saturday. Randy Richardson's going to come out and race. I will be on the Pulp Show next Monday. We'll have a post-Vet Race wrap-up show, which should be fun. Last year was really fun with Galdi and the gang, and there's, uh, of course, anytime I hang out with Steve, there's always some shit talk, and there's always something going on. There's always something that he doesn't like that I do, and I freak out on him. So it makes for a great show. So thank you, the guys at Yamaha. Thank you, Mike Ulrich, Hutch, and, of course, Sergio, RV, and the gang. We appreciate it. Hope to see you guys at the races in 2021. And, of course, don't forget to support the sponsors that support this show. Listen to the commercials. They're great people out there. They help this show out. And if they, trust me, if they weren't good people and didn't have good products, they wouldn't be on this show, damn it. So support those people that support this 
show. I'll see you at the track. And of course, see you next week. Different show, different tune, different attitude. See you guys.